Next on BYU Sports Nation, a touchdown pass on social media. BYU quarterback Tanner Mangum, the man delivering it. How the Herald of Junior is helping a lot of people off the field. Tanner Mangum will join us in Studio B today to discuss Mental Health Awareness Week at BYU and why he's gone public with his own unique battle. Plus, Dr. Tom Golightly on just how mental health issues are affecting high-profile NCAA athletes and how we can help the situation. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Thursday, April 6th. A happy day to all of you, wherever and however you are dialed in. It's great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with BYU fashion policeman Jason Shepard. I'm digging that shirt you're wearing. Hey, thank you. I, uh, In the words of Jerem Jordan, can I have it? No, you cannot have it. <laughs> I do want to point out the fact that you are not wearing a vest today. What's up with that? No, uh, yeah, I wore my... Quite honestly, my very popular vest. People like the vest. Is it popular because they like it or because it's different? <laughs> I don't know. All I'm telling you is I get a lot of compliments on. And it, it, what it is, is it, 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 it was a Nike basketball uh, dry fit vest. So the athletes are wearing it. All the cool <laughs> kids are wearing it. So, <laughs> so you're saying that you are a cool kid. No, 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 no. I say I'm wearing something that the uh, cool kids wear. That does not make me cool. Okay, what's the official title of said vest once again? Uh, it is a uh, Nike basketball dry fit hoodie vest. Hoodie vest. <laughs> I don't know if that's what, what is, they call it. This is the point. That's my question. What is the point of a hoodie vest? I don't know. All I'm telling you is I, I do get compliments on it. It's different, right? It's different. Hey, trust me. If there's somebody that can appreciate different in fashion, (laughs) it's me. Yeah. 100%. But I am digging that shirt. I, uh... If I show up tomorrow on the show with a similar shirt, would you be angry with me? No, I won't. Honestly, if you wear plaid, though, like, I can't. Because Jerem is generally the plaid guy. I don't often get to rock things like this or feel like it's appropriate because yeah. it's a lot of plaid. So knowing that you were going to be on the show that I was like, oh, I'm safe to wear this Okay, show. that's good. That's good. Because Jerem and his plaidness are in Portland. <laughs> that's right. They are. <laughs> he uh, He's going to go to uh, opening day at the Seattle Mariners on Monday. Yeah, he's going to get him. to see his Mariners. Good for him. Yeah. Love baseball season. It is that. And here are your headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Yesterday, BYU football announced some changes to the approaching 2017 schedule. BYU at UNLV in Lavelle Edwards Stadium South has been moved from Saturday, November 11th, to Friday, November 10th. That game will be televised on ESPN2 with a kickoff time of 10.30 p.m. Eastern. The game at Fresno State (laughs) on November 4th, Jason, will be televised on one of the ESPN networks, and those aren't the only announcements. Absolutely. The Utah State game in Logan on September 29th will be televised on CBS Sports Network at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Hey, that's 6 o'clock mountain. I'll take it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I will also take a game against Utah State in Logan, not in November. That's right. September, the weather should be quite different. Uh, Also... CBS Sports Network will also televise the regular season finale at Hawaii on November 25th at 10 p.m. Eastern time. I have a feeling that even though that game is in November, 
Weather's probably not going to be an issue. Whoever scheduled Utah State in September and Hawaii in November, <laughs> late November at that, did a fantastic job. Thank you, Tom Homo. <laughs> excellent, excellent job. But right see, there. once again, I mean, at, at this point, are people surprised that BYU's the eighth? I mean, essentially, the late game is, is the BYU time slot. Like, they own that now, right? Yes. Noctris Nocturnus. Own the <laughs> night. For going to the Latin. You know what the best part about this is, by the way? It mentioned the four games. Yes. Not only is it uh, gives the times and the channels that you can view these four games. Okay. Those were also, they should be four wins on BYU's ah, schedule. Ah, yes. Yeah. I mean, all, all of those should be wins. UNLV, Fresno State, Utah State, and Hawaii. That should be four of BYU's wins this upcoming season. <laughs> <laughs> you know what should be a fifth? Game number one. Hit it! Countdown to the Vikings. One, four, two. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do 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 I like where you're thinking. We've already given BYU five wins. The season is still months away. I like it. <laughs> like where you're thinking. <laughs> five guaranteed wins. <laughs> five. Just pencil. Actually, don't pencil it in. Everybody was in that in. You like, pin that in. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't say it. One game at a time. One game at a time. But yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to be able to have some times and know what channel you can check it out on. But yeah, I mean, BYU is going to be the the late game uh, on some of these. Uh, but uh, yeah, that game in Hawaii. That's. Uh, it's going to be cold here in November, but just watching BYU, yeah. everybody feels warm. Yeah, it just it just warms everybody the heart. Everybody feels good. Hey, speaking of baseball, we discussed the major league impact of Jerem Jordan attending the Mariners' home debut. The BYU baseballers on the road today, Jason. That's right. Taking on Pacific, beginning a three-game series. Uh, tonight's game has actually been moved up a couple hours. It will now be at 6 p.m. Eastern time, and you can listen to it on BYU Radio. The Cougars right now riding a three-game conference winning streak. Yeah, we will uh, finagle that statistic to continue the winning streak somehow, right? doesn't yes. matter what happened against Oregon on nope. Monday. Nope. Three straight wins in WCC play. The Cougars are 4-2 and two in the West Coast Conference. BYU men's volleyball, third-ranked team in all the country in California for two matches against UC Santa Barbara tonight and tomorrow. Tonight's match starts at 10 Eastern. The Cougars need to win both matches and have number one-ranked Long Beach State lose their regular season finale against CSUN on Saturday in order to secure the MPSF one seed and host the tournament. That said, most likely scenario for BYU is the Cougars will be the two seed hosting a quarterfinal, but then traveling to Long Beach for the tournament. Yeah, big, big games uh, tonight and tomorrow against UCSB. A couple of Cougars on the course today at the Masters. Oh, yeah, by the way, the Masters are going on right now. Daniel Summerhays is tied for 16th at even through 15 holes in round one of the Masters. Mike Weir tied for 48th at four over par. He's through 11 holes. And by the way, yesterday, Mike Weir... Aced number four in the par three competition, and Daniel Summerhays making some news today as well. Oh, man, a foot from a hole in one on number twelve. There hasn't been a hole in one there since nineteen eighty eight. So well done to the BYU guys. Typically, this is where I say rise and shout, and we go into what's trending. But today is not the day for that. Instead of doing the normal what's trending. Let's talk about something that we feel collectively should be trending. It's Mental Health Awareness Week at BYU. May is Mental Health Awareness Month across the country. So it goes without saying, this is an absolutely crucial 
and meaningful and fascinating and can be uplifting in a way topic in a direction that we don't often go. But today is the day to do it. And we're going there primarily because BYU quarterback Tanner Mangum had the courage to post the following to the public via social media. And I quote, It's Mental Health Awareness Week here at BYU, and I want to speak out about something that I consider very personal and real. Not many people know that I suffer from mild depression and anxiety. I take antidepressants every day to help with my condition, have visits with a counselor, and I am not ashamed. On the contrary, I am proud to embrace my own personal journey, accept and love myself, flaws and all. I am grateful to be able to raise my voice and stand up for those who experience similar struggles. This might be surprising to many due to my normally optimistic, outgoing, and happy personality, but I hope we can understand that just because someone is beaming brightly on the outside doesn't mean they are free from their own personal struggles underneath the service. He continues, Jason. We are all human, each with unique battles, and I promise that these battles are better fought together, not alone. Mental illness is one of my personal battles, and I want to offer my love and support to all those who suffer in one way or another. You are not alone. There is help. Let's focus on accepting and loving one another for who we are and celebrate our humanity. It's a beautiful thing. Let's erase the stigma surrounding mental health. Uh, one, wow. Yeah. We're talking about this because of what Tanner Mangum had the courage to go out and say. The highest profile athlete on campus, arguably, but probably, and now a lot of people are talking about Mental Health Awareness Week because of what he did. In a way, he's already won because this is a success story immediately because it will help people that can relate to this. Yeah, that's one of the... the things about mental health awareness is some people feel like they're all alone in in suffering from this, that they're the only ones that are dealing with it. And when you're able, first of all, to find out that other people are struggling with this just like you are, it helps to know that you're not alone. And for Tanner Mangum to be able to be um, who he is and publicly come out and say, I'm dealing with this, but I'm going to be stronger for talking about this. That helps a lot of people. And you know that since this came out, there has been a dialogue that has started with somebody who probably needed some help. And that's a great thing. And then some of you might think, wait, well, hasn't he made himself a target? I mean, he's an athlete and he's going to be in some really, really big venues and will have outspoken fan bases yelling stuff at him and they're going to come after him and be ruthless. But you know what? I feel like any potential backfire is so significantly overshadowed by the good this will do that it's not going to be, it's not going to matter. It'll be insignificant. The fact that he's talking about this has probably, like you said, Jason, already helped someone, if not many People And if there are fans out there, and there are some nincompoops that will bring this stuff up, but I think the majority of sports fans who have can use common logic about stuff like this won't go there and should not go there because there's a good chance that they have somebody that they know, yeah. a friend, a family member, a parent, a cousin, whatever, that is dealing with things like this and struggling, and so it's... Kind of a, hey, 
we're all better yeah. than being petty like this. Yeah, and you know, there was a time that that things like this just weren't talked about, and that's what Tanner was talking about. You need to erase the stigma that goes along with talking about this. And I agree with what you said 100% that when you find out, you know, when Tanner says this and comes out publicly, you know, there may be some people that will use it negatively, but in, I would say, the majority of the situations, and we're going to have him on in our next segment, and we're going to ask him about this, you know, the majority of the the situations that, that will come moving forward will be positive because people can relate to him, and I, I think that endears um, him to others. Now, Tanner is not the first prominent BYU quarterback to come forward about this. In October of last year, some of you will remember this, Steve Young paid a visit to Studio B to discuss his new autobiography and talked about his own path through mental health struggles. Wait a second. Some of you are saying an NFL Hall of Famer and an NFL and Super Bowl MVP, the Steve Young is dealing with this. He's invincible, right? From Steve Young himself on October 26th, listen to this. I don't think that people, you know, when I was growing up, you know, I was in Salt Lake City until second grade and before we moved to Connecticut. Uh, I didn't go to school in first grade at the beginning of the season. And my parents go, well, you got to go to school. I go, I'm not going. And I didn't understand why I didn't want to go, but what it was, and at you know, 30 years later in my life, I found out it was like this separation anxiety, this genetic thing that's actually in my mom's family, up, you know, sprinkled around, and how that informed my whole life because I didn't want to go to first grade. Or I, when my parents, you know, I remember vividly, Meadowmore Elementary School in Cottonwood, my dad picked me up after school. I can still f- smell, see, here the the on the on the radio is big big girls don't cry and I'm like yeah big boys do because I'm, <laughs> I'm wailing because he's taking me over to my aunt's house in Sandy because they're leaving town and I'm I'm like distraught I'm like and that weekend was one of the worst weekends of my life mm. and so looking back you know like, then the life goes on you know like but how it affected that anxiety kind of hung around for a lot of my. You know, coming to college, I didn't unpack my bag. I was at Heelman Halls. The whole first semester, my bag never got unpacked. Hmm. Every day I was like, I'm going home. I'm going home. And I'd make it another day. And that's how you do it. You just, you make it another day. And by the time I went home at Christmas, I remember going home like, I can't wait to get home. I get home. And all of a sudden I was like, oh no, home's back there. Like I was set. Like I'd made the transition. And, uh, and now Provo was my home, you know. But then I get signed to the USFL and that's part of the story too. I'm like... I can't, I'm stuck. My dad has to come pack my stuff. Yeah. I'm the $40 million man. He has to pack my stuff. He says, we got to go. And I'm like, I can't. Oh. I can't do it. Steve Young on October 26th. It humanizes an invincible figure. I remember watching this interview when you guys did this live. And I remember thinking the exact same thing. Whoa, Steve Young. I was that kid when I was younger. I didn't have sleepovers because I didn't want to be away from home when I was little. And to hear Steve Young say, I'm like, whoa, I went through that. So did Steve Young. Yeah. Talking about it helps. Absolutely. Being able to relate to somebody helps. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. People are like, oh, you go to counseling. I Honestly, 100%, I feel like all people in the world could benefit from going to counseling of yeah. some sort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 
it helps to talk about these things. It's empowering, and it, it makes it okay for people to not be afraid to talk about this stuff. That said, we remind you, you can always join our conversation. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. Tell us what you think about this. Joining us next, BYU's heralded junior quarterback Tanner Mangum in Studio B to discuss Mental Health Awareness Week and why he felt so strongly about going public right now. Do not miss it. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation always going on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Baseball team beginning a three-game series on the road today at Pacific in lovely Stockton, California. The Cougars and Tigers get underway 6 p.m. Eastern time on BYU Radio. Joining us now in Studio B, as promised, is Tanner Mangum, BYU junior quarterback, 2015 freshman of the year for the Touchdown Club of Ohio, and uh, one of the most beloved athletes on campus at BYU. Tanner, welcome back to Studio Thank B. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good to be here again. Okay, first and foremost, um, myself, as someone who has uh, my own struggle with some of the things that you deal with, uh, it's scary to talk about. It really is to 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 put it out there, but uh, I just want to applaud you for being so honest and open. I think that's that's <clears throat> pretty you. cool that you did that. Thank you. I'm not alone. I mean, I'm not the the only one. Not the first to do it. You know, hopefully not the last. But uh, you know, I think just drawing in- inspiration from others before me. You know, just you, you guys talked about Steve Young earlier on the show, and other people who other athletes, other prominent figures who have spoken out about it. It's kind of shown me that it's okay. You know, it's okay to come out and talk about it, and, I, and it's healthy. And like you said earlier, it's, it's empowering. So it's been good. Why did you feel like now was the time to go public with this? <clears throat> it's something that's been on my mind a little bit this, this, past, this past month or so. I think, I don't know what it is. It's just something's been eating at me, telling me, you know what, I need, I need to do more. I need to step up and do more and, and uh, kind of put my voice out there. And, and, uh, and I think I've drawn inspiration from, from other people who have, who have also come out and and talked about it. And so I, th- I figured, you know what, here it is, Mental Health Awareness Week at BYU. Why not talk about it? Why not raise my voice and, uh, and, and say what, what I think need, needs to be said, that, that there shouldn't be a stigma that surrounds it, that there shouldn't, we shouldn't be afraid or ashamed to talk about mental health because it's, it's a common thing. I think it's more common than we realize. So I think it is, the timing was, felt right. I felt good about it, felt, com- felt comfortable talking about it. So um, I figured, you know, why not use my influence for good and use this platform to to support a good cause. To quote your public post, and again I quote, this might be surprising to many due to my normally optimistic, outgoing, and happy personality, but I hope we can understand that just because someone is beaming brightly on the outside doesn't mean they are free from their own personal struggles. So with that in mind, Tanner, you definitely do have a happy, yeah. positive demeanor. How do you manage that despite, you know, the, the difficulties that you face? That's a good question because I mean, my whole life I've been a very happy, you know, smiley person. It's just kind of in my nature, but it's also a part of another part of my nature that many people don't see is the, you know, the downs, the we're kind of down in the dumps and, and feeling that, uh, you know, that that depression. So it's kind of just like you know, you learn you learn to balance it and you learn how to how to manage it. Um, and I think 
I'm a, I'm a social person, so when I'm around people, when I'm when I'm surrounded by you know friends or family or, or teammates, you know here at BYU, it's like I feel good. But it's kind of those moments when I'm alone or moments when I'm you know, have some downtime or you know uh, that that I, that I kind of I kind of feel it more. So one I mean one of the things that's helped me to to learn how to cope with it is I've learned that I'm happiest when I'm serving other people, when I'm like focused on other people and not worried about myself. That's something that's been huge. And I think this is kind of part of why I wanted to speak out about it because I realized it's it's empowering. It gives me strength. It helps me feel better when I know that I'm, you know, doing my part to help other people instead of, like, just worrying about myself by like saying, like, oh, like, I'm I'm so sad. Why am I, why am I dealing with this? Instead of focusing on, on the negative, let's, let's make it a positive thing. Let's turn it into a, into something that can benefit not only me but lots of people. How much concern, if any, did you have in terms of opening yourself up to possible criticism and things like that? Yeah, I mean, not not too much. I, I, this this past year, year two years since I've been home from my mission, uh, I've had to learn the value, the lesson that it doesn't really matter what other people think. Uh, it's easier said than done. Something that I struggled with, but I've just kind of come to the realization that you know what, I need to be myself. I need to do. What I feel is right, follow my heart, and if people don't like it, then so be it, and it's, and it's okay. And uh, and the ones that matter, like your close friends, your family members, they'll love you no matter what. They'll love you unconditionally, and that's what matters. So if you know if any negativity or backlash comes, you know I'm not worried about it because I know that it's it's something that I feel is right. What kind of reaction <clears throat> have you received since uh, going public per se with this? It's been it's been big. I mean, it's it's the the outreach, the feedback that I've been getting. It's it's been awesome. Just you know, floods of messages on social media from people reaching out saying thank you, uh, talking about how they're experiencing similar things or family members are going through similar struggles, and um, it's been really really amazing to to feel the support and, and even. Um, uh, Brandon Marshall, the NFL receiver, for, just got went to the Giants. You know, he has his own mental health awareness foundation. He announced a few years back that he has borderline personality disorder and wanted to be a spokesman for mental health awareness. He became aware of my post, reposted it, reached out to me and texted me and wants to to meet up and wow, wow. yeah, I know, kind of a, a a big you know opportunity to be able to you know raise awareness even more. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting with him and kind of see what I can do to help him and his foundation and continue to raise awareness and let people know that they're not alone, that it's not, uh, not anything, anything to be ashamed of. That's fantastic. Also, maybe throw a few button hooks or yeah, maybe, a deep out. Yeah, maybe get some throwing in on the side, you know. Totally We're, the best really, of both yeah, worlds there, yeah. yeah. So now you mentioned that one of the things that you've done to help with this is that you've talked with a counselor. Mm-hmm. How has that aspect helped you? Like, I mean uh, – it's been because Spencer said it before. I think everyone, in one way or another, can benefit from it. Yes, yeah. there's, there's yeah. honestly, there's, there's nothing. Uh, it can only help. The you stigma know? and mantra of like, oh, you're going to see a cancer. I know. We need to get rid of that. It's, it's true. It needs to go. Away. Everybody can benefit. Exactly. There's a stigma that's like, oh, it means you're weak. It means you need help and things like that. But you know, what? like we all need help. Like we're all human and we all have different struggles. And spe- meeting with the counselors really helped me kind of understand how what goes on kind of you know how it happens or what 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 my body's telling me and things like that and how to you know cope with the with these emotions with these feelings 
and just someone to just to talk to, something to you know get things off your chest, get things, um, you know, get just to just to talk through your feelings. And it's been awesome. It's been huge, and just kind of helped me feel, um, you know, that it's okay, and that it's uh, it's 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 nothing nothing to be ashamed of. And I think uh, um, it's definitely helped me in all aspects of life. Just feeling more calm, just feeling more myself. You know, not not stressing out about little things or worrying about every every little thing each day, but, uh, it's, so it's, it's been a huge benefit to me and, and I think it could benefit a lot of people. And, the, and on, on campus, um, here at BYU, there's something called CAPS, which is counseling and psychological services. A lot of people don't realize, you know, we have counselors on campus that students can use for free. Um, but I think they, a lot, a lot of the time they go underutilized just because people don't know about it or they're ashamed to use it. But we have amazing resources here at BYU that we can take advantage of. What you wrote was very well thought out, obviously, and I'm sure uh, you read over it. I don't know a million times, but what? And I'm like only once or twice. I oh, just, re- really? I typed it out and I just just made sure the grammar was okay, the spelling was okay, and then sent it off. I I was just kind of feeling it, kind of in the moment, and just decided, you know what, let's do it. Was there a, like a final straw or something that happened that was like, okay, I'm, I'm doing it now? I think it was the BYU uh, mental health awareness week, the, the campaign that was getting started, Brigham Young University on Instagram was making posts about it, BYUSA was making posts about it, and I saw other students coming out and, and sharing their stories, so I kind of wanted to add my voice to theirs, you know, they, they, they gave me inspiration, they showed, they showed me the courage to, to come out and speak out about it, and it kind of made me feel confident that, you know what, together, it's better, you know, it, it's better to fight this together than alone. It gives people strength when you can relate to someone, when you can connect to someone and realize that they're human just like me. So it, I think that's that's something that's been really um, just paramount to, to my um, desire to, to do this has been the group support that I've been getting from, from other people. You mentioned, obviously, and we all know that you're a public figure and everybody knows who you are. Do you, mm-hmm. do you think that that has helped or hurt um, the depression and the anxiety, being such a public figure, yeah. I think it's a it's a double edged sword. Uh, being being in the limelight, being in the spotlight, because one, it puts you on a great platform uh, to be able to do good, you know, to be able to reach reach people and, and have a following and, and be able to use that influence for good. But then also, there's the uh, the pressure, the expectations, the uh, you know, everyone watching your every move, your personal life becomes public and, and things like that. And that can, that can take a toll. And I, I think it, it did, you know, to a, to an extent, uh, you know, worrying about what other people are seeing, you know, I, and it's, so sometimes that can, that can put some pressure on you. But now I, I think I'm being, I'm embracing that better. I'm, I'm, I'm accepting that, uh, that responsibility and now using it for good. You know, I've under, I'm understanding that I, with this following that I have, um, you know, which isn't, which isn't huge. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm the, you know, I'm not the, the perfect example or perfect spokesman for this, but I want to use the influence I have for good. And I know that, uh, um, if, you know, if I just do my part and, and speak up and try to make people understand that they're not alone and kind of erase the, the stigma that surrounds mental illness, then I know that even if it helps one person, then, you know, it's worth it. If you could sit down one-on-one, let's say with someone that is, afraid or hesitant to go to counseling or to get medication to help out with this or to even talk about it with anybody, what, what would you say to them? I would just say you're not alone and that, I mean, there's a lot of things going through my mind right now. A lot of, a lot of uh, words that, you know, that people told me is that, uh, 
you know, you, um, it's so important to understand that we don't have to be perfect. I think there's just such a, a pressure of perfectionism, you know, in, in our society with, you know, social media, it's easy to kind of just show the, the good things, you know, the positive, the highlights, so to speak. But, you know, we're, we're human and it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to have flaws and it's okay to, to make mistakes and, and, uh, and, and go get help. So I think that's what I would tell anyone is just that it's okay, you know, to not put so much pressure on ourselves and, and to understand that getting help is not a sign of weakness, but it's, in my opinion, a sign of strength to, you know, to humble yourself and realize, you know what, that I need some help. I'm, I can't do this alone. And uh, so I think that's what I would tell them is just to, to know that they're not alone, to know that it's okay. We like to discuss non-football things and especially, you know, in a way, an uplifting topic like this, that it is okay. And so there will be plenty of time for us to talk about different mm-hmm. quarterback skills and games <laughs> and uh, the things that you're working on. We know that you are working extremely hard yeah. uh, with your coaches and teammates uh, to put a good football product on the field. But uh, quite frankly, this just outweighs anything like that, and it's not close today. Yeah, I, I, I could agree. You know, football uh, – is is a passion of mine, something I love, but it's it's not everything. It's not, you know, my life will will not be defined by just simply playing football. And if anything, I, I one of the things I love about football is the the connections and relationships that it's helped me gain. And you know, my best friends on the team and my coaches, and then also the people that it's helped me meet. And now an example, you know, like this, of using football as a platform, using it as a vehicle to to reach people. So, you know, it's. Football and sports in general can transcend, you know, they're very transcendent. You know, they, you can use it as a message for, for life. And so I, um, you know, am appreciative of the opportunity to, to be here at BYU, to be surrounded by such good people and good influences. And now I, you know, hopefully I can add my, my voice to it. Well, you were, uh, you're certainly a hero to many before, and I have a feeling that you're a hero to a lot more people now. Yeah. Uh, just we're, we're really proud of you and, and what you did. Uh, cannot say enough positive things about how courageous you were, so we appreciate it. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Tanner Mangum in Studio B. You know what? We're just going to give you some karma for whatever. <laughs> okay. Utilize for it wherever you want. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't have to be on sports field. Or anything. You, just use, you just utilize it however you want. Okay. Thank you. you I, I will use it. And thank you. Tanner Mangum again with us on BYU Sports Nation. We'll continue to discuss a very important Mental Health Awareness Week at BYU with BYU professor and clinical psychologist Dr. Tom Golightly next. BYU Sports Nation continues after this on BYU TV, simulcast on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. Tanner Mangum just joined us, Jason, and it was a fantastic interview, not for your typical football reason. Yeah, in fact, if you missed the interview with Tanner Mangum talking about his story of mental health, you can catch the interview and more on the BYU TV or the BYU radio apps. You can also download the podcast. The apps are free. Great stuff from Tanner. In fact, we're going to continue along the lines of that topic with Dr. Tom Golightly, Assistant Director, Athletics and Counseling and Psychological Services. Tom, it's great to have you in Studio B. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You heard the end of Tanner's interview and uh, his own personal battle and how he wants to use his platform to be a force for good in this. Uh, what, what were your emotions when 
you saw Tanner go public with this and, and put it out there during Mental Health Awareness Week. Oh, it was a really interesting reaction uh, for me. It came up on my social media feed, and uh, I, I immediately turned to my wife. I'm like, look at this. This is really cool. And uh, it, it, it's really helpful, and, and, and Tanner brought up some of the, the, the larger figures that have come out with that, Steve Young and Brandon Marshall. But it's something to have someone local, someone that, that's, that's in front of us to say, look, no, this is, this is, this is happening right in front of us at home home. And so to be able to, to point to someone that, that has the courage to come out and speak about it, the courage to, to go get help once it's identified, uh, is just absolutely huge, not just uh, for other student-athletes, but also for general college student population at large and, and anyone in Utah County. In your opinion, how prevalent are depression and anxiety issues among athletes? Among athletes, it's about the same as it is the general population. The NCAA has actually identified mental health as one of its, its largest medical concerns. We have concussions and mental health. I mean, it's one in 1A right now. Um, and uh, as such, the NCAA has done a lot of uh, studies to, to see how, how is this impacting student-athletes nationwide. And it, it's about the same. About 1 in 10 experience depression, uh, a clinical level of depression, about 1 in 8 report uh, clinical levels of anxiety um, at any one point in time. However, college students in general, about 42 percent uh, report significant symptoms of anxiety every year. Uh, one in four report having a few weeks of, of some real difficulty with depression throughout the school year. So this is something that's, that's really prevalent. Um, however, help-seeking is very low. So while we have a lot of people struggling with it, we have very few people reaching out for a very treatable, very treatable illness uh, or illnesses. And, and so uh, something, someone like Tanner coming out really helps us do our jobs a lot better to get people in the door. Why do you think that getting help for it is so low? Yeah, why the disconnect? Yeah, why, why do you think there, there aren't more seeking help for it? Well, in the last segment, as you talked about that stigma and everyone needing counseling, and, and I agree with you, everyone does, but we have this, this thing in our heads that, oh, I must be kind of crazy if I'm going to, to get counseling, and it's not. It's, it's a conversation to work through things, and, and a lot of folks that aren't crazy. Now, I've seen crazy. I've seen it exactly three times in my 15 years of counseling, wow. which is, you know, that's, that's where we need to get someone to the hospital and, and, and stabilize them um, with, with some, some difficulty with... With, with psychotic disorders, but that's very rare. Uh, and, and we see that, that type of heightened presentation of, of psychological uh, illness on, on movies, on TV shows, where it's, it's really dramatic. Whereas most people just need to work through a few things. And it's not that you're going to need lifelong therapy, but they, they worry that once I'm in, I'm going to be in forever. Whereas most people need a few sessions. Let's, let's kind of gear you uh, toward some of those things that you're wanting to live toward uh, in life. And, uh, and I think a lot of people are just real hesitant. And there's that stigma that, that just exists out in, in, in the larger society. And even more so in sports. Uh, you know, we, we talk about our athletes, you know, not wanting to show weakness and mental toughness. And, and sometimes uh, that's, that's a very difficult thing to overcome and, and say, hey, this is kind of a normal everyday human thing and let's let's go get help and get you right and it will actually help you on the field let's say a high profile athlete like steve young walks into your office and says look i'm suffering from depression and Mm -hmm. anxiety or obsessive compulsive disorder or any number of mental health issues 
Where does the conversation begin for you and the treatment begin for you as a clinical psychologist? Well, for most, they don't know that they're struggling with depression or anxiety or obsessive compulsive disorder. They'll come in and say, I'm not feeling right. I'm just not quite myself. And uh, we start to ask a little bit about sleep and eating and concentration and memory. And I can't get my mind off things or I'm just really down my mood. I can't pull out of it. Even the things like football uh, that usually bring me joy, I'm just kind of pushing my way through it. And it's not the escape that it used to be. And so we kind of talk about those things and talk about uh, you know, how, how life is playing out in all of those, those different contexts. And when we talk about how they, they play out in those contexts, usually there are things that we can find that we really want to focus on and, and kind of get, get better. Uh, one large thing that I see people doing, though, especially in a college student or a perfectionistic kind of group, is they don't want to feel the bad emotion. It's like, oh, this isn't me. So they kind of push it away instead of attending to it. So there's no space for for that emotion for difficulty and they're 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 really ashamed and embarrassed that they have difficulty when in actuality we all do and it's okay to let that in and experience it and and let it be a part of life and and that's the big thing i wanted to ask you about symptoms that people can look for to to see if there are mental health issues and you just went over some are those the symptoms that you would you would look at and say okay well if maybe if you have these this is Maybe it's something that you should look into. Definitely. I think sleep is the biggest thing that I see, especially with student-athletes with their crazy schedules. Uh, uh, it's really difficult to, to get good sleep. But, you know, being in college, and I remember that, we all kind of skip sleep. We'll go on the dates. We'll stay up studying. We'll do those things. But sleep is really important for good mental health. And, and so uh, this population is a little bit more at risk for that. So sleep, eating issues, um, headaches, you know, if you have real frequent headaches or migraines, um, low mood, of course, uh, thoughts of suicide, which are fairly common in folks that are struggling with anxiety and depression. A lot of people get worried about asking that question. You're not going to put a thought into anyone's mind that they haven't already considered. But asking that question just kind of helps you know, okay, how far down the road are we here? How severe is this? And uh, let's get you to the people that know how to have these conversations. And so those are typically uh, the things that we look for. Also a little bit of withdrawal, uh, sometimes in males, a little more irritability or acting out. I, I know uh, Brandon Marshall talks about that, right, when uh, Tanner mentioned him uh, a few minutes ago. Um, he talks about his irritability and how that, that kind of was, was, was heightened because of some of his struggles. And anyway, it's, uh, those are some of the, the basic symptoms. It's interesting that he brought up Brandon Marshall. I met him in 2007, and he had an immediate impact on me as one of the most approachable and friendly megastars. And I just was was really appreciative of that. And so I'm not surprised to hear that a guy with his platform on the NFL is is wanting to spread that message. And I think it is so beneficial uh, for us to to discuss these openly in society. Uh, I know that every campus is different, but it seems like the NCAA is making a collective effort to to open up services and make things available for all their student-athletes on their own respective campuses. So what kind of things are available at BYU and, and that you're hearing abroad across all Division I campuses? So it's a pretty small community of psychologists that, that treat uh, student-athletes in, in colleges. Uh, about 20 years ago, there were maybe a dozen. Wow. And uh, across all levels, this was mid-'90s, and BYU was one of those. So we've always kind of been at the forefront of of, of creating uh, some, some really 
really good support systems for psychological care, and that started back with Dr. Ron Chamberlain. Um, and in the in the 20 years, we've we've uh, really kind of grown, and uh, we we do a very good job comparatively across levels. Uh, uh, with treating student athletes, we get them through the door. They're getting the treatment that they need. We do that very quickly, especially compared to the community. They can get in a lot quicker with us, um, and we can see them regularly. So we do a very good job here in the BYU athletic department. And that that speaks uh, volumes of the administrative support, all the way from Tom Homo and uh, Liz Darger, and also uh, Carolyn Billings, who's director of sports medicine. They're very focused on this, and they understand uh, the advantages, and coaches understand the advantages, that if we have well student-athletes, they're going to perform better, and, uh, and not just academically or off of the field, but on the field and in the, in the performance arenas as well. They're, if the comfortable athlete is going to perform better. I think I need to make an appointment with Dr. Tom. <laughs> I feel better already that you've well, been in the studio. Well, you're welcome. That'll be $120. <laughs> oh, you walked into that one. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> you see some charges on the credit card bill. Hey, Tom, in all seriousness, it's, it's great to have you here. This is uh, a serious subject matter, but something that I feel like uh, collectively we can attack in the right way and can make it uh, a force for good moving forward. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the platform. I really can't say enough about Tanner for coming out and putting this in, in the limelight. It really does help uh, help us do our jobs better. Absolutely. Dr. Tom Golightly, up next on BYU Sports Nation, we'll talk about more of this very prevalent and important Mental Health Awareness Week at BYU. BYU Sports Nation continues on BYU TV, simulcast on BYU Radio with Jason Shepard. Go get your vest, man. That's something that we probably should discuss. In the back room. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard hanging out in Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Our daily rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. The radio rebroadcast on BYU Radio at 7 p.m. Eastern. Batcats in action in Stockton, California against Pacific tonight. Game one of a three-game series. You can listen to tonight's game on BYU Radio at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So with Jason saying that, that means our radio rebroadcast will not be on tonight <laughs> at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can Put listen, in mouth. You can listen to a BYU baseball victory over Pacific. Maverick Buffalo on the, uh, on the hill for the coach tonight. All right, tonight. the BYU Ace. Good luck to the Batcats in Stockton. Uh, if you are just joining us now, we have had a really interesting and enlightening topic today. It is BYU's Mental Health Awareness Week. Tanner Mangum really got the conversation going on BYU's campus with his public post on Instagram talking about his struggles with mild depression and anxiety and the things that it creates for him as a very public figure. He came on the show to talk about that. And, you know, I I hate to throw around the word heroic or courageous, but I feel like for him to do that in this society and in this community and his position, that it takes a lot. Yeah, he put himself out there. And as he was telling us, it's really been something that's been in the back of his mind for about a month. And he finally just said... This is something I need to do. I need to do this for me, and I need to do this for whoever out there needs to hear this. And he says, with, with it being you know, Mental uh, Health Awareness Week here at BYU, he said it was just the perfect time to do it. 
Yeah, a launching pad perhaps for the National Mental Health Awareness Month of May coming up, obviously. Tanner opened up the topic at BYU, got things really rolling. He told us that Brandon Marshall, NFL star receiver playing in New York, reached out to him and said, hey, this is really cool that you did this. I've got borderline personality disorder. I think we should team up and and go at this together. That That is amazing that Tanner did this, and he said, you know, I would have thought, like, man, he probably read over this a bunch and, yeah. you know, and then kind of calculatedly sent it out. He said, I, I read over it once or twice to make sure the grammar and spelling was good. And it just, he's totally confident and okay with it, sent it out. Yeah. And then he's already receiving <laughs> massive, massive amounts of positive feedback. And that's great. I mean, this is a win. This is an off the field win. Well, and that's what we started this topic discussing the fact that just talking about it. Breaking down the walls, the stigma of just talking about it helps. And opening up that dialogue, uh, since you know Tanner went public with this just a couple of days ago, you know that somebody that needed to hear it probably, probably got some questions answered that they needed or maybe you know, took that next step to getting help. That's what it takes. And we, we were talking in the break. What is it about just talking about something, regardless of what it is? Cathartic. Just talking about something, and it makes you feel better just to talk about it. And, and this is certainly no different. Absolutely. In fact, we have a couple of uh, great tweets that have just recently come in. One from at Rig Matthew says, Thanks for sharing this segment. You never know how your influence can help others better their lives. Tanner is the reason... Uh, that we were prompted to do this show, to kind of put this out there, to step out of our comfort zone in BYU Sports Nation because we want people to hear the message. That's right. At Laser Sheep said, Counseling has helped me at different times and for different reasons. I am better today because of it. Great topic. It's scary, and it seems taboo. And I know a lot of people think, well, I, I don't need to go to counseling. I, I'm, not, I'm not crazy, right? Dr. Tom Golightly said in 15 years <laughs> as a clinical psychologist, I've seen like three. the definition of crazy yeah. three times. We're talking about putting people in hospitals. But for the most part, it, it is good. We, we all have a little craziness to say, and it's okay to talk about it. And, and I would encourage anybody that is hesitant, go and do it. You will feel better. Immediately, Yeah, he says it's underutilized. Getting help for that is sometimes underutilized, and he hopes that more people will take advantage of that. Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, we'll get you caught up to date with things that are happening in the BYU sports world. We call it the Cougar Whip Around, including a stop at the Masters in Augusta. What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. A massive thanks to today's lineup of guests, Tanner Mangum and Dr. Tom Golightly, discussing BYU's Mental Health Awareness Week and doing so in a fashion that you will not hear anywhere else besides BYU Sports Nation. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, both of them today. Coming up on tomorrow's BYU Sports Nation, how about NFL agent Evan Brennan? The NFL Draft is coming up in just a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll talk to him about his clients. And Andrew Idy, Andrew specifically. Idy, who, as we mentioned on the show yesterday, uh, reportedly had uh, a face-to-face with the New England Patriots and the New Orleans Saints. Well, when you put up the numbers that he did, you're going to get noticed. 
And he's got a great shot to uh, not just get to a camp, but to make a roster or a practice squad. Andrade's done some really good work uh, after the transfer from Southern Utah, yep. coming back up to BYU, and now with uh, his agent, Evan Brennan, getting noticed by the important people. All right, what should we do now? I think we should whip it. Okay. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Yesterday, BYU football announced some changes to the 2017 schedule. BYU at UNLV has moved from Saturday, November 11th to Friday, November 10th. The game will be televised on ESPN2 at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, the game at Fresno State on November 4th will now be televised on one of the ESPN networks. Also, Utah State game in Logan on September 29th will be televised on CBS Sports Network at 8 p.m. Eastern. The CBS Sports Network will also televise the regular season finale at Hawaii on November 25th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Baseball. If you missed any of that, rewind the show and watch it again. <laughs> it's a lot. BYU Baseball takes on Pacific today. Game's been moved up to 6 p.m. Eastern and can be listened to live on BYU Radio. Volleyball. Number three, BYU men's volleyball is in California for two matches against UCSB tonight and tomorrow. Now, tonight's match starts at 10 Eastern. The Cougars need to win both matches and have number one Long Beach State lose their regular season finale against number 14 CSUN on Saturday in order to secure the number one seed and host the MPSF tournament. Most likely scenario, though, has BYU as a number two seed. Cougars in the PGA. There are a couple of Cougars on the course today at the Masters. Daniel Summerhays finished his first round at two over par, and Mike Weir is currently tied for 58th at four over par through 14 holes. Jason? Softball. Number 22, BYU pulls out the 8-6 victory over the Utah State Aggies. Libby Sugg and Brielle Breland led the way, both hitting home runs for the Cougars conference play. Begins this weekend at Loyola Marymount. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. When you need it most, DexterLot.com. It's easy today. Tanner Mangum for going public and helping a lot of people during BYU's Mental Health Awareness Week. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. Jason, would you like to add some final words? Uh, A great day. Mm. Um, Different show, but it was a a much-needed show. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I'm Spencer. Shout-out to the Mangum family. Back to work tomorrow, noon Eastern.